Let's get ready to grumble! Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham. I'm back. I'm back from our two-week suspension for murder. <laughs> I didn't kill anyone, officially. Uh, sitting in the corner to my left, it's Daryl. Hiya. Hello, Daryl. Happy New Year. <laughs> I mean, it's not new anymore to you know everyone else, but no, it's new not. to me. Did, did, did you enjoy the shows? I did enjoy the shows, yes, yes. Yeah. Very much so. Okay. Nothing to say? No, no, nothing ah. to say. Nothing to say at all. Oh, sit in the con tomorrow, <laughs> it's Dan. Hi. Hello, Dan. Hi. Do you have anything to say to me? I've got something to say. I thought you might. So, I want to mug you off a bit, mate, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> because you were trying to get this hashtag over. Which one? The one that's was hashtag LSB. Oh, I did it for like, I did yeah. it once. Yeah. yeah. Now, we're not going to dis- say on the air what that means, but you actually meant LCB. Think about I it. don't remember what it means. <laughs> My memory is really bad at the moment. I don't remember what it means. It's Scottish. That's all I need to say. Carry on. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. You're going to have to remind me what it was because I, I generally don't the remember. Air, because yeah. we talk about it on the air, Graham gets mad. I do. I do a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I do. I should point out as well, we're back in this proper st- in our studio rather than Daryl's studio. We apartment. are, yeah. We're back in our Mine's studio. Not a studio. It's, it, no. it's flat. What I like that is in each podcast there was a separate siren. <laughs> uh, yeah, so apologies for being away. I'm, I'm genuinely like a bit gutted I missed the breed, guys. It seemed like really nice, nice set lads. Yeah. Um, we're going to see their show in a couple of weeks, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Abbey Dale Picture House and that. Yeah. Fourth of February. Tenth of February. Tenth of February, like I said, tenth of February. Very excited about eight, it. Eight man tournaments, crown of champion. Exactly. They 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 showed their face plate play of the belt this week. Yeah, big bear. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody big bear, innit? Yeah. PMA bear has multiple top. meanings. Um, <laughs> what? PMA at the top as well. Yes. But I mentioned that already, so... I mean... <laughs> Mr. Motivator. Yeah. That's what I think of with PMA. Even though I'm pretty confident that's not where it came from. It came from that floor advert. Was it a floor advert? I don't know. I don't know. There was, a floor, there was an advert with PMA, and it was an actual athlete, but for some reason in my head, I'm pretty confident that Mr. Motivator used to talk about it as well. Yeah. And then Power Rangers came on. But he used to tell you not to do what the Power Rangers did because obviously he can't do what they could can't, they do. So don't you do it either. Okay. I used to watch a lot of breakfast television during the school holidays. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So let's let's go. Right. Um, yeah. Main topic today. We're going to be talking about NXT UK Takeover because we were there, weren't we, Daryl? Yeah, we were there. Did we you see there. us? What? Did you see us? Did, did, no. No. Well, that's because we weren't on it. But oh, we were there. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a little video of, uh, oh, oh, nope, don't give it away. Don't give it away. <laughs> stuff that happened. It was a good laugh, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And they also opened a performance center in the UK. Did they? They did. It opened in Enfield, apparently. Someone's figured out where it is, because, of course, wrestling fans. So <laughs> they've figured out where it is. So it's like Enfield or something. Um, How long before they have to like, have security guards? At oh, long? not long. Not long. Not long at all. It won't take long. But did you see the, uh, you, well, you actually, I know you saw the picture because you showed, showed us the picture. The big picture of all the talent there at the performance center. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler Bates playing the ball gazer game. Yeah, <laughs> is that what it's called? 
I, I've heard of it called Ball Gazer before. I don't know if there's another yeah. name for it. Hole Game? I've heard of it called oh, the Hole no, Game I've, as well. I first saw it on Malcolm in the Middle. Did you? Yeah. All right. I don't know. What did they call it on that? Or did they not? No, they, they didn't. They just they just did did the the hand sign and then punched each other. Excellent. <laughs> well, yeah. If you go back and look at the picture of Talibate, he's, he's holding the hole. I'm gonna go with Graham on the name just because he's our uh, Ute correspondent. He normally knows those things. Uh, y- y- yeah, it's it's Ute, not Ute. No, no. I was saying Ute is in youth. Oh, okay. Yes, because I'm down <laughs> with the kids, y'all. He's not R. Kelly. Oh, what? All right. <laughs> I was wondering how long was it. Oh, <laughs> Kelly got that mentioned. Didn't take very long, did it? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Daryl, are you going to the performance center then? You're reigniting the career. I don't see what I did there. Reigniting, do you like it? <laughs> I showed a big car park with a gun like that bloke in Florida. <laughs> what? What? Come on! <laughs> I don't. I don't think they'll have me. Can I just point out, you two were really well behaved for them other lot, and now suddenly I'm back, and oh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, because teacher weren't there, so we had to manage ourselves. Yeah, but surely you're supposed to do the other way. If the teacher isn't there, you muck around for the supply teacher, and then when the real teacher comes back, you behave yeah, yourself. Yeah, but we were the supply teachers, weren't yeah, we? Exactly, so yeah, exactly. We were cl- wet class clowns. If we've not got an audience, there's no point. Yeah, and I didn't really want to out ourselves to breed guys that were no. that were a couple of idiots. Like he were outing us at one bit, and I had to like chill out a minute. They've only just met us. <laughs> well, yeah, we look forward to seeing them again on the the tenth of February at the uh, Abbeydale Picture House. There you go. There's a little promotion for you guys. Hello. So uh, <laughs> after the R Kelly mention. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but the point is, I'm saying this. You're saying, you know what I mean, like. You, they didn't get you to say anything at any point, as far as I recall. No, no, I'll let them do all the Yeah, points, probably yeah. for the best. I yeah. think they probably didn't want your voice on it. No. You know, you don't, You want to stay as far away as possible. I'll tell you who doesn't want to stay as far away as possible. You know Trevor Lee off of TNA in a bit? I actually don't, but okay. I know, but wasn't the, was it the X Division champion? Yep. He's like one of these Omega lads, isn't he? His dad was one of the people that famed, uh, formed Omega with the hardest. You found me rubbing away. Sorry, I got burp on the mouth. <laughs> the professionalism. Uh, <laughs> who, who is so it? Yeah, so yeah, his dad was one of the people that formed um, Omega with the Hardys. Uh, he's a North Carolina guy. Uh, his biggest thing has been in TNA or Impact for the last two years or maybe three. He came in as part of the Global Force Wrestling invasion. He did actually, yeah, because one of the, the Global Force Next Gen or whatever it was yeah. after Cody Rhodes. Cody yeah. Rhodes was the Global Force, one of Global Force champions at one point. Of course he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Trevor Lee signed for WWE. It's one of those that's been rumoured for a while that he was going there. Uh, he had his last match last night at PWG. Uh, he was against Jeff Cobb for the PWG title. Of course he didn't win it. Um, he's a weird one, Trevor Lee. Yeah, he won't do it. I'm going to throw it out there now. I'm not saying oh, he's bad, but he won't do it. Oh, no, I thought you meant, like... So, our friend Aiden has seen him live quite a few times. I've seen him live twice, maybe. And pretty much every time we've seen him live over here, he phones it in big style. But then you'll watch matches he has over in America, depending on the company, barn burners every time. Who have you, what companies were he working with? I saw him for RevPro. I okay. can't remember who he was yeah, against. Yeah, because I think we were thinking the same thing. Yeah, I we? thought it was yeah. with Corp, Southside Corp. <laughs> no, I'd I was going to say it. He, he has wrestled it. at Corp. Uh, I, don't, I don't care. Like, no, I know you don't. We established yeah, that. Don't run a show at Corp. <laughs> There's a w- and uh, and uh, also don't don't con your fans. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> That's all I said. Don't con your fans. Okay. That's an independent statement. Um, well, you would know that from uh, working for One PW. I do not owe you money. There you go. Brought it back <laughs> on track. We can all act like that was fine. Carry on. <laughs> but yeah, um, he is capable of having really good matches. I mean, 
I was catching up on my American indie stuff last weekend and saw a match with him in DJZ that was absolutely fantastic. Um, Did DJZ kill a man? <laughs> no, he, no. no, he nearly died himself. <laughs> what? He, uh, it, so he ruptured two discs in his neck, and then when he came back from that, he was wrestling in Mexico and did a splash and ruptured something on his insides oh, and was no. stuck in Mexico. In no, Mexico he, he no, did, did nearly did, kill a man. Yeah, though, did, 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 he? did DJZ like, do, a, do a funny flip to somebody on outside in TNA? and then The guy, what was his name? Were, were, was he a soldier or something? Yeah, as well? and then... Uh, then oh, oh, I know what you mean. Kill. Yeah. Caleb Conley? No, 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 no Caleb no, Conley's the referee slash Jesse ring, Sorensen. ring announcer for five dollars. Jesse wrestling. Sorensen, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Jesse Sorensen. Jesse <laughs> Sorensen. It was, was NXT it, he also, time, yeah, he showed up in NXT like for like a jobber role or something at, at some mm. point. So he was yeah, alright, okay. clearly. Clearly must not have died. But the point is, DJZ's fault, isn't it? What's <laughs> it? I mean, we say it's his fault. I mean, the bigger controversy from that, taking the joke away from it, is TNA refused to pay for his medical bills. But um... <laughs> Is that a controversy or is that just standard TNA fare? Yes, yeah, it's, it's what they do. Yeah. I mean, they're a bit better nowadays, but back then. Well, yeah, because they, like, they don't sign anybody, so they, cause they don't have to pay because anyone's TNA's dead. Yeah, it is though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a bit there. Don Callis gets to play with Impact Wrestling a little bit. Aren't they on, like, UK Conquest now? <laughs> it's somewhat... Pursue, I think the channel. There is. you go. So USA is UK conquest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's I, I, I've not kept up with it for a while, even though they have a really talented roster with Brian Cage and Jordan Grace and people out there. Yeah, because and... again, their their roster is just <laughs> who's left. I mean, <laughs> here's some people that aren't tied down to any specific deal that stops them from wrestling for us. I always enjoy. So I watched the Nigel McGuinness documentary that aired after Takeover. Like we straight after Takeover, we watched Nigel McGuinness documentary, and they had footage from TNA on it. And it's really funny whenever there's a WWE Network thing that has Impact footage that they have to put like the last thing you see on screen is this massive advert for GN uh, GWN, their streaming service. Yes, I know. Like, subscribe that. now. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> That's the first time I noticed that this time. Uh, yeah, at the end of uh, at the end of the Nigel McGuinness documentary, they were like, "Go to." The- yeah, Global so network. let's just put that into perspective. So Impact Wrestling, when um, WWE's come to them and said, we want to use some of your footage, what do you want in return? And they've said they want a plug for the network, which I think is a good good idea. Yeah. Um, do you remember when... Should have took money, really, shouldn't they? Well, they might have took money as well, <laughs> but they've got that plug. Uh, and do you remember that time when WWE went to TNA and went, we want Ric Flair, uh, we'll do you a talent swap, who do you want for one night? And they could have had anyone. They could have requested anybody on the roster. That's been confirmed by Bruce Pritchard. They could have come no, notable liar Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. But they could have they could have <laughs> requested anybody on the roster, and they requested Christian. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even wrestle. He came in and went. Here's the best five TNA bits. I can Goodbye. see my peeps. But they yeah, came and see my peeps. You've lost two of your ring corners. Where have they gone? <laughs> but but they didn't get bartered down to Christian. That was their opening. They went. Well, we want Christian. They went. All right. Yeah. My <laughs> opening would have been Undertaker or imagine, Vince. Imagine Vince going, "You want Christian? You want you want him on your telly? No, we want Vince voice over uh, anything. Look at uh, his face." Vince would have said, "Who's Christian?" <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, he's that bloke hangs around with Edge. No, Vince knows who Christian is because he hates his face, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Vince is the one who was like, he wants a red spot over Christian's face. <laughs> have they played up to that on the Edge and Christian show at any point? Because they should have. Well, Vince has just been paused for like. The season and a half it's been on. All oh, right, okay. Because I, I I watched a little bit of it, um, and they were doing this thing about things that WWE won't let you say, and they had censored CM Punk and stuff. Yeah. Like that. But um, surely at some point they got they've got to play up to that, haven't they? Get the red spot in front of Christian's face. <laughs> Definitely do that. 
Uh, speaking of the WWE Network, actually, they this is something that I found particularly interesting, but you, I've only just found out about it now. Tell us a little bit about it, Daryl. The, the, the streaming partners have changed. Yeah, so um, when the network launched in 2014, um, the WWE Network uh, streaming stuff was provided by Disney, which I didn't know. Now, can I check with this? Because I seem to remember they had a deal in place with MLB.TV. Which I think Disney owns. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. I assumed that that's how it must all be in place. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they have changed streaming partner. Um, I don't know if it's changed with immediate effect or if it's like, just when the contract expires with Disney, I don't know how it's going to work, but they've changed it to a company called Endeavor, which is actually the UFC parent company, and they also provide streaming for the NFL, the NBA, and obviously the UFC. Well, fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's better to be in bed with Disney, who buy everything, Yeah. or uh, the UFC, who announced a really crappy belt. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think we're going to get to see that belt at any point on WBTV? <laughs> I hope so. Only it's for not the belt, it's a championship. They're only going to get that on TV once they have the inevitable Brock Lesnar Daniel Cormier rematch. After Daniel Com- Cormier wins the WWE Universal Championship from Brock Lesnar in the Octagon, <laughs> and then comes back and has the match. So Cormier is retiring in two months. What? Cormier ret- is retiring in March. Who? Daniel Cormier. Oh Cormier, right? He's, I, I, he's no, not though, reason. is he? Yeah. He, he, he's always had a thing saying he's going to retire at a certain point, and that point is like March. Is the point any chance yeah. around the time that John Jones goes? I want to fight you again. Oh, less said about John Jones the bear. No, but no, but not to make this UFC podcast. But let's spin it back around to Brock Lesnar a minute. So you're telling me Daniel Cormier? He actually said he's going to retire when he's forty. So let's say he retires when he's forty. Forty years old in a day, Dana White rings him up and says, "Oh, um, Brock wants that fight with you." <laughs> he's, he's gonna, gonna come, go nah yeah he's gonna come straight back out of retirement yeah probably yeah of course he is but yeah the new belts are awful not that it again not that it's a UFC podcast but they're, they're just awful belts they awful call belt. them like legacy or something yeah, what's so, the deal so on the YouTube video I think it said something like the UFC legacy championship so before I read up on it I thought do you think it were masters yeah. division yeah I thought I oh, thought exactly oh, that yeah. I thought I oh. can't wait for this yeah I'm excited <laughs> I thought we were gonna get Shamrock Liddell or yeah. Shamrock's pro wrestling again. Is he really? Yeah, he's wrestling Filthy Tom Lawler at a suburban fight or something like that. Do you know who's also, who's also pro wrestling? Frank Mir and Dan Seven at Bloodsport in yeah, the WrestleMania weekend. Dan yeah. Seven, former NWA heavyweight champion. Yeah, who was on that video. Yeah. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, so I thought it was going to be a Masters division. Um, but it turns yeah. out they're just calling the belt the Legacy belt. Disappointing. It, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I got really excited for a second then, thinking of the possibilities and then remembered, oh no, we got Liddell Ortiz again last year and it was awful. <laughs> yeah, but it, you'd, if they had like one freak show fight every six months. Liddell walked like he had an adult diaper on. Yeah, but it'd be right. <laughs> it'd be right. Yeah, don't don't you hate it when like that, that guy who used to be the champion and was really good at the time and then he comes back and looks a bit shoddy and he's got terrible hair and he looks rubbish and he tries to compete with the younger guys but he just doesn't look quite right. John Cena were on Raw this week, uh, <laughs> doing his little Super Saiyan impression. What? Right, I know we're going to say it every time. Um, can I, I? I don't know. Is it a fashion? Is a hairstyle a fashion? Uh, I'd say so. Yeah. Sure. Rest the fashions. What's John Cena's hair? What's his hair? How is he getting more Hollywood roles with that hair? Apparently the reason is because he's having hair transplants and you need to let it grow out a bit for them to be able to transplant it properly right that at least makes a little bit more sense that's apparently the reason why he does have the old ball spot doesn't he yeah um get a do-rag i think that like i don't know like his hair is weird but i think 
if he was a normal person, aka not a wrestler, I think his hair'd be fine. I think it's because he wrestles and he does he does like athletic stuff that he, he's got that weird thing as well because like moves his face is aging, like he's he's looking more of his like more towards his age now, but his body still looks like it did before. So he's got that weird like when Bob Holly were at Southside last year and he's got that where his face has aged quite a bit, but his body's still like ride it up yeah. um for lack of a better term legally speaking i don't yeah. want to say that bob polly's body is rotted up especially when he's been to sheffield so yeah not also legally speaking but also just because i don't want bob Holly to sit up at my house uh, <laughs> he says in his book he did rides i don't know if he still does but past tense yeah yeah anyway <laughs> john Cena put finn Balor over didn't he yeah he in did two the, different ways the 2009 british indie like post show Apart from the import actually put the talent over this time. You mean and the... then afterwards got on the mic and did the, he's a great talent, he's going to go far. See you later, guys. I hope to be back. Johnny Cena. Yeah. Or John Storm. I don't know. <laughs> Point is, it's a Johnny Storm pop in it a little bit, but he gave the rod to Balor this time. Yeah. Uh, so I read, first of all, Braun Strowman, just, he's out of the yeah, title match. Yeah, did he like tip a car over or something? Yeah, after. The oh, weird okay. thing is, he attacked the car or something because he thought it were Brock, and Vince is like, "Oh, don't be attacking my car! You're you're out of the title match." I mean, he did try to murder Roman Reigns and got a match from that, but <laughs> he also worse. he did work like he didn't do anything half that bad to Steve Austin in the entire year when Austin like showed up at his bedside and smacked him at Edward bedpan and stuff. Yeah, but like, to, he's a bit know, older We live now. in different times now, don't we? Like, where you can't you can't say stuff, can you? Like, I struggle with this on a daily. Like, back in the day, <laughs> I used to be able to can say... We, can we stop him? Can we stop him right now before he said the thing? Like, you still can't say stuff, Daryl. Let's just make that very clear. We're not happy with that stuff that you've been saying. We don't want anyone else to hear it. Sometimes I wish that the podcast started when we first sit down. Because yeah. I feel that's when all the best material I think literally comes out. Every well, day... R. Kelly had got mentioned way before he did. <laughs> <laughs> I think literally every day I'm glad that we don't start the podcast when we just sit down. Oh, just so... I, I got can... all, all of my R. Kelly material out before we started recording. I'll just have you know. The, the reason I don't start recording early is because we don't have the money to pay the legal fees. No, we do not. No, exactly. Listen to this, right? That's not enough. That's, that's all I'm going to say. That's not enough. No amount of swearing is going to cover your legal bills. Uh, so yeah, d- basically Braun Strowman gets kicked out. Um, Vince says we need a new challenger. Cena's like, oh, I won't let you down. Uh, who else was it? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre's like, I'm the best, and you're all rubbish. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but it is true. Uh, Baron Corbin. Well, he was after Baron Corbin, still dressed like a waiter. Finn Balor yeah. comes out and goes, Vince, you never believed in me, because <laughs> Vince. Th- th- it was quite an interesting way they did it, actually, to be fair. And it was a little bit sort of work shooty. But also, Vince comes out and rather than going the whole pantomime villain type thing of, oh, you're too small, which would have made it really obvious. He goes, look, you're a really good athlete. You're great and you're quick, but are you really up to this? And he goes, well, you never believed in me. And that that was better than, you know, the old Daniel Bryan thing of, oh, you're too small. You just can't. That would have sort of telegraphed you're it a bit. You're a B plus player. Yeah, well, that would have telegraphed it a little bit. And then, but as you said, uh, waiter Baron Corbin, sorry, off-duty teacher uh, Baron Corbin came out. Was I don't his... understand why he wrestles in, in jeans and a shirt. I don't, right, you you don't need to go as far as in jeans and a shirt, do you? I don't understand why he wrestles. <laughs> it's because he's got that weird blobfish belly. Yeah, that is actually why. Yeah. yeah, but like, I'm not saying he should wrestle in the same gear that uh, Bludgeon Brothers wrestling, <laughs> but like, they've got like gear, like proper gear made to hide the Where bodies. Where are they? 
Uh, one of them's injured. Ah, yeah. that is. Oh, yeah, isn't he out for quite a long time, actually? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and Luke Harper. I think it's Rowan that's Rowan's injured. Rowan's injured, yeah. and Luke yeah, Harper so the took the opportunity one. to get some surgeries he needed doing. All right. Cool. Uh, just on the side note, because you mentioned teachers, I've just remembered something. Did even you know that Hangman Page was a teacher until, like, last year? No. Um... He had his last day before he went to the like G one, like the end of the, like is it coming at summer? And he's got a photo on his Instagram with all his students and him doing like the too sweet like Shawn Michaels pose in front of them all. Well, the show, nice. what, it, what the, I mean, the sorry, play, uh, the play so girl pose. He's doing the like no, you know, the, the Shawn Michaels pose. never the play girl pose, pose Daryl. The Shawn Michaels like entrance pose. And okay. All his students are doing too sweet behind. Okay, it's quite cool to see because he he released a letter because he won Hunk of the Year. On some on a website, um, was it was it school thing. website? No, but um, one of the things he listed in it in his exception speech was pay teachers more. Oh, okay. Seems like a good guy. Anyway, back to Raw. Good guy. Yeah. Um. More titles. Well, so we just uh, yeah. Let's. Do, go you, do you know the way that WWE put talent over? Like, do you not think it's a bit weird? Yeah. Yes. We've <laughs> we've. Well, usually the like way they put them over years. is Pagger and from several months and then two victories. Well, well that's what this is. Yeah. Like, because apparently Brock Lesnar, again, if you believe Meltzer, Brock Lesnar's requested this match. He's wanted to work for Bala for a while. Well, do you remember they were building up to it? They literally had Paul Heyman yeah. promo about it. Yeah. Finn Balor came out and promoed opposite Paul Heyman, and then it got pulled, I think, because they were like, well, this ain't going to work, is it? <laughs> yeah, but apparently the, what what was said were Vince um, didn't want Braun Strowman to lose again because it would make him look weak. Yeah. So... Uh, they they want to put Balor in there, and because Brock wants to wrestle him, so why have him have a stupid mid card with loss thing with Baron Corbin of all people? Because we all know he's mid card, but Vince doesn't think he's mid card. All right, so why have him lose on a consistent basis? Yeah, sympathy, it, 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 sympathy, it, sympathy, uh. sympathy. Work for Daniel Bryan. Did it? No. I mean, it did, but it did it. Do you know what I mean? It worked in despite of that. Yeah. And they still haven't quite clicked onto that. It's I don't they've... know. I hate to sound like one of those types of people of, oh, God, they just can't book, but they really can't book. And then, and then they've. They, they had him do, win this four way match. And then I've seen her at the end be like, oh, isn't he really good? And I don't, I don't know. It, it seemed a bit condescending. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I think Cena did all right in terms of the way he put him over rather than. Because it can seem a bit condescending sometimes when he does it, but. I don't think he does it that often, and I think that is what makes it work. And do you think it would have meant more if Cena didn't have them stupid uh, US Open Challenge matches with people like Neville and Sami Zayn, where he were back and forth with everyone? Um, I think it would have meant more if he didn't have that stupid hair. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so like, <laughs> if he looked like John Cena and not like JBL in a John Cena sh- suit, that would probably be easier. <laughs> more title shenanigans on Raw, by the way. Uh, Bobby Lashley's the IC champion, because... <laughs> He had a three-way with uh, Ambrose Rollins for the for the belt in one. Ben? Just get that belt out of that title straight away. So out of that feud straight away. Is that because Rollins is winning the uh, thingy? Rollable? Yeah. Could be. Um, I'm thinking more immediately. It's just to, again, so that him and Dean Ambrose can continue feuding until whatever he goes on to next without the title being involved. Yeah. I mean, that title doesn't mean a ton, but... Their match at TLC kind of ruined the Intercontinental title for me. Why? <laughs> it was terrible, that match at, I, at TLC. So that one match ruined the belt? Yeah, I was kind of kidding, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> doesn't, yeah, hold up, doesn't, so hold, doesn't hold up to scrutiny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss unveiled her pair of titles. Oh, I hated this. Right, can we talk about this? Yeah, we can, because this is so weird. 
So this is... Sorry, I should clarify. In 2019, yeah. this is so So weird. this is WWE Women's Evolution. Evolution, yep. is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is women empowered. This is like... You, the, Ronda Rousey in the main event. Yeah, Ronda Rousey in the main event. W- women having their own pay-per-views. Yeah. Uh, Becky uh, Lynch is the biggest star in the company. Yeah, they're, they're doing all the things that first ever Hell in a Cell, first ever this, that, and other. Um, more more time on TV yep. than ever before. And now they do a really weird skit backstage. It, it was, there was nothing connected to it, though. It's not like they've like done weeks of this guy like continually screwing up and then eventually walking on her or something. And even then, I'd have problems with it. But it was just so out of nowhere and weird if you've not seen it basically this production assistant goes oh alexa bliss knock knock i've got your coffee i've got your coffee i comes in and she's like she's basically what she's got something just over her breasts breasts yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um even like, oh why don't you knock and he's like i did but sorry oh, sorry i nearly saw you naked anyway let's just let the camera linger on you for another 30 seconds before i leave like the weird thing about it, it worked if the ca- if assistant had gone, I've got your coffee, bang bang, straight in. But yeah, no, exactly. It's like fifteen seconds of him knocking calmly and going, Alexa, I've got your coffee, Miss Bliss, I've got your coffee. It's surreal. Are you there? And then slowly open the door and walk around the corner and go, Oh, oh and looks away and it's It's just, like you wanted to see a naked. Well, like uh, creep. I didn't know was that the point? What but it wasn't the point because he clearly wasn't oh, what there wasn't a point, there was there. It's yeah, even more it, confusing. But but what's what no, what is more confusing is what they did later because surely it would have made more sense if it was this person that did it to her. I don't know why he'd be bringing a coffee, <laughs> but like Otis Dozovich comes out a bit later on and like makes noises. Yeah, kind of grunts her. So he's one of heavy machinery, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. They're coming up. Or our up or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she does this. Uh, is it called Mo- Moment of Bliss or? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's is it called her... Moment of Bliss. Is that right? She's, yeah, she's yeah. got her own chat show basically. Yeah. Which at least I'll give them this much. At least it's not on. It's not in the ring. I like that it's sort of up on. Yeah. Up on the stage. It? It's at I least think, slightly different. And I think it's good this up on the stage because they, they've got all obviously that big video wall that they can make essentially make a set out of. Yeah, exactly. Which they should do for most things. I get yeah. why they don't for Miz TV because they've done it for as long as they have now, but. Yeah, that's better at least. Yeah. And so on that, she unveiled the the women's tag team championships, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Which are... So the match that's going to decide is at Elimination Chamber, and it's... Is it two teams from SmackDown, two teams from Raw, and two teams from XT, or is it just yes. three and three? Uh, I thought it was two from Raw, two from SmackDown, okay. two from NXT. Uh, Lance Storm pointed out, does anyone else find it weird that the women's tag title is the first champion is going to be decided in a match that doesn't require tags? Uh... <laughs> Is it? In, yeah, elimination chamber. In the elimination chamber. Oh, in the chamber. Oh, ch- yeah. Now, yeah, they said in weird. the elimination chamber, not at the elimination chamber. So right. Whether it was a slip up and they meant at the elimination chamber. They probably chamber. meant in, though, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is a little odd, but that's also a very landstorm thing to pick up, isn't it? Yeah, how's your friendship with Balls with Holy Landstorm? <laughs> they weren't friends, mate. They were never friends. <laughs> I just want you to know that even though he's dead, they were never friends. Anyway, rest in peace. Yeah, so with the tr- with that, apparently Alexa was the one who wanted to do it as a tribute to Trish Stratus. What? Which is... Is she coming out next week to bark like a dog? Because like, if she does well, that, that could be a real problem. So I told my other half about that, and I said, I said, I started telling her all the things they had Trish Stratus do in the early days, like making out with Vince while his comatose wife sat and watched and stuff like that. And it's like, how far is the tribute going to go? 
Raw's well, getting interesting, mate. It felt a little <laughs> bit. Do you feel like it felt a little bit like Raw was written by Vince, or at least that section was written by Vince? As I ha- love it. Do you think that he wrote, taught the script saying we need something happy to make all the government workers feel happy about oh, yeah, not getting paid? Got, yeah, because they're not getting paid or not. Yeah, we need to build people's spirits. Couldn't you just ask your wife to have a conversation with your boss and tell him to think? No, no, no. I'll write a good wrestling show. Yeah. So all the NXT signees, like you know. Went a couple of weeks ago, and they were like, "We're doing things completely different." So here's all the McMahons. Um, they're all they've all been on on telly, aren't they? Yeah, Jason. In various Bateman. different roles. Not Jason Bateman. That's the guy from Arrested Development. Yeah, he's... Derek Bateman. Yeah, you're yeah. Bateman. from your Ethan, favorite season of NXT. Ethan Carter the third. No, actually, we re- we all refer to it as NXT when it was good. Because <laughs> technically, that's not my favorite season. No, my his favorite season is the women's season. Yeah, it's the women's season. Uh, but that whole NXT is NXT when it was good, much like WWE's version of ECW. Is ECW when it was good. Yeah. Oh, Graham, I've got a new setup uh, in my flat of me wrestling figures. I don't know if we referred to it on one of the podcasts or if we said it off the air. Okay. Um, but it's uh, on my TV shelf. It's all the old ECW champions. You did refer to it last week. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. If you want to see you, it, it'll be on spoke, our Instagram. You spoke to the, the breed guys about it. I think they were a little freaked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were confronted <laughs> with it at your house, whereas fortunately I'm kept away from it, probably for the best. So they've all been on telly. Just not wrestling. Uh, yeah. EC3's been looking in mirrors. Um, one of Heavy Machinery's been like paving in that. Um, who else have they signed? Other people? Who else? Yeah. Oh, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross actually had Nikki a match. Nikki Cross actually had a match. Yeah, she was all right. And she got engaged. She did? No. She got married. Got married? Yeah, oh. her and Killian Dane have been together for like 11 years, apparently. Yeah, I didn't know that. Got married. Good so I looked at the pictures that got posted and stuff of like 11 years apart. There's the picture of her in her other half and thing. And I did not see Killian Dane not there. Clue. Not And it was only until no he idea. retweeted it. He tweeted the same thing. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, this is this was me. Okay. I forgot that he used to look like a completely different human. He really did. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's yeah. mad, isn't it? Actually yeah. mad. Anyway, good for them. Happy people. Yeah. Smackdown Live. Uh, Vince. Speaking of Vince having one of his like moments where he's like, I'm going to write something. He woke up one day and decided Andrade Cien Alamos doesn't need a surname or a nickname now. So it's just Andrade. <laughs> I like it when he does this. It's, you remember when Apollo Crews? Where we, you know, Apollo Crews? Yeah. Because there was a school shooter called Crews. So for two weeks, Apollo Crews lost his surname and then refound it. Was it this week it or last week? The same. He had the match with Rey Mysterio. He's had two matches. Oh, yes, it like was. It. Yes. The, the, to answer your question, yes. Yeah, like the the match that everyone raved about was this that week. Two weeks, was that this week? Because yeah. I was wondering whether it was like someone had told them that everyone was raving about the matches, like Andre Cien Almas. Nah, just shorten that. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I haven't seen the whole thing myself, but apparently it was a really like really match, really good. Yeah, I've not seen it either, but mm. I, they do one of them Canadian destroyers in it again, or a similar thing. Uh. Yeah. Well, um, another thing about Andre Cien Almas or just Andrade, um. Because yeah, you a... keep calling him Andre, yeah, so now Andre. you're gonna have to learn his actual name. Because Andre, you keep calling Andre him wrong anyway. Yeah. So now you're gonna have to learn his real name, Andrade, because it's his only name now. So you can't just call him Andre. Well, if rumors are to believe, he might be in a bit of trouble again. Why? So, um, on the things we've got to talk about is uh, Roosh has signed for uh, ROH. Who? R- Rush. Rush. Right. Okay. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um. Apparently, WWE were really wanting to sign him, uh, but and Dragon Lee as well. Uh-huh. And, Andrade told them, yeah, WB's not all it's cracked up to be, go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, didn't they unmask him? Oh, Andrade, Andrade yeah, yeah, yeah they, unma- they unmasked him, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I th- did he unmask just before he left Yeah, Mexico? because they were going to yeah. unmask him anyway, so he 
made some money out of it. Yeah. There's a lot of people that aren't particularly happy in WWE. Allegedly, right? The Revival were on Raw and won. Apparently, this is what I've read. Apparently, they came out of the ring, went to the back in their gear and asked for their release. <laughs> it takes some, like, some done it to go up to someone in your pants and say, fire me. Just let me go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So but that- I, I don't blame them, to be honest, because in, in NXT, they were my favourite tag team. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, and on the main roster, much like ev- they do with everyone, they just ruin them. Yeah, plus also, like, there's no point in being a tag team in WWE, is there? No. Unless one of you has, unless both of you maybe, but unless you have, unless you want to break out, which I suppose yeah, everyone wants to break out, but if you want to be a good tag team, what's the point? Don't be in WWE. Yeah, but I think... I'm not blaming them at yeah. all. I'm just saying that's the way that these things if go. If you're a tag team and you want to be a top guy in WWE, you need to beat up your partner. Yep. Throw him through a window or... Because like them two, they they were never going to be like a top top guys in a single. Yeah. But as tag, they're they're brilliant. Yeah. They're I mean, they have been unlucky in the sense that their first week they actually made quite a good impact, and then one of them got injured really quickly, and then the other one got injured, I think. Yeah, but like Gallows and Anderson, they they started off hot, didn't they? Yeah, that's true. And there's been no injuries there to stop their yeah. progression. Yeah, and they're rubbish as well. So, Bit of a shame. <laughs> isn't it? Are they? Well, yeah, they are. Come on. They're like Albert Syndrome. Carl Anderson's really good. Allegedly. He, he, he went to the G1 final. Oh, he went three to the ta- G1. Well, so did Giant three, Bernard, three didn't he? Yeah. He's, got, he's got the dates tattooed did, on his arms. Didn't Giant Bernard go to the G1 final? Probably. No. Yeah, probably. No, did. probably. Yeah, probably. He's in some kind of G1. Like Carl Anderson was pretty much like the top foreigner in New Japan for years. Mm. <laughs> Wasn't that around the time that they had MVP as their intercontinental champion? It, there's a crossover. Oh. Uh, AJ put uh, Daniel Bryan through a concession stand. Yeah. Good lad. The Shane McMahon and Miz thing's really intriguing me. Well, the, it set up a tag title match at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to beat the bar for the tag titles. Or are they? Well, I don't know. Because is this all setting up a match at WrestleMania between the two of them? It's got well, to be, surely. I, or are they gonna, you'd or, have to assume so. Or is it setting up a tag team match at WrestleMania? <laughs> I hope so, in a way. I think it'd be pretty good. You reckon? But who who do you want them to wrestle? Don't care. Me Street Posse. Oh, <laughs> mate, you're on. The, you're making it worse for yourself. You're the one who's going to be there. Yeah, but I'd love that match. No, that's what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying yeah. is you're going to be gutted when they don't do it. Oh yeah, when it's, you, when, it, when it's a rematch with the bar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. You're just making things worse for yourself. Why are you making it worse for yourself? I, it must lead to a Miz turning on. But I've really enjoyed it. It's been really. It's made Shane McMahon watchable. Do you mean the best wrestler in the world (laughs) wasn't watchable? Exactly, because he's too good. You know, you just can't buy into anybody else beating him. But with The Miz, there's there's jeopardy. Yeah. You can appreciate that, can't you, Daryl? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the world, speaking of world of sports, speaking of where they're all going in the world, they're they're just reviewing their TV show. So it's not dead. Yeah, it's all t- going to all the wrestling hotspots. Exactly. All the wrestling hotspots like India. Uh, now, I've just written Africa here, but Africa is a continent. Yeah, that's not all a it country. said in the press release. But... Splendid. Well done. That could be like. That could like be like Burundi, and it wouldn't like. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, Poland. And another one that I, I literally. I can't even read that. Is it just Africa, India, and Poland? Yeah, there was only three, yeah. Yep. And oh, they started the tour this week as well okay. in Southampton. Yeah, they're, they're in Newport tonight as we record. Now, I woke up this morning and realised that's a bit weird, actually, isn't it? You know, if you think about it for a second, 
these tours are pretty much headlined by Will Ospreay, right? So they're family tours, aren't they? Yeah. For a promotion that's essentially dead. But if you had a if if somebody went new touring company, Will Ospreay against yeah. I don't know Harry Smith or whoever it is main event people would be like this is amazing no one's even talking about it because it's world of sport exactly because they had to cancel that's how bad that's been (laughs) they've got a legitimate draw in will osprey and it's just not it is dead though isn't it world of sport i mean they've they've talked about this but it is dead because i mean well we'll maybe get onto that a little bit later won't we we'll probably come back to that i think well linking up with nxt Yeah, yeah yeah we'll talk about that a little bit later you talked about all right shining rush right yeah quite good original members of Los Ingobernables okay with Los Sombra Los Ingobernables yep um yeah apparently all like WWE Ollie and Ring of Honor were all interested in him uh, he chose Ring of Honor so he can do New Japan as well um he's done New Japan before obviously the connection with Naito and he teams up with the LIJ guys so it'd be good to see him in New Japan New Japan more he is really good he is still under contract with CMLL as well so the deal is, his CMLL deal runs until 2020, but right. Ring of Honor have priority on dates. Well, the contractual situations are getting very interesting now um, around all these things. Now, you mentioned earlier, well, I mentioned, we talked about the revival asking for the releases. Yep. Allegedly, the Canellisuses have asked for their releases. Which or the is Bennett's funny, whatever it is. Yeah, it's, it's like, quite we'll, funny. We'll get signed up by WWE. Get preggers, get that maternity leave, then sack them off. <laughs> yeah, although I mean, Mike Bennett's just rubbish, so yeah, I'm not bothered. Apparently, WWE were mad at him for running his own uh, <coughs> ang- angle on Twitter regarding his uh, uh, stint in rehab. What angle was he running? It no, like I don't mean a story. Well, for like, telling like, people, yeah, they, oh, they okay. didn't really like that, and they didn't really like the well, they didn't really like the, what he were essentially saying were I were on pills when I were in WWE, and then I put myself into rehab. It, it didn't put them in a good light right yeah why don't you just tell them and go into their rehab and they pay for it i don't know because like they've explicitly said that they do that why wouldn't you save yourself the money who knows um i never thought he was going to make anything of himself and uh, actually i think i called at one point that he was going to end up on 205 live or i asked how how much he weighed and now he is they only wanted maria didn't they let's be honest they wanted maria she went well i'm not coming without meals but they went all right I saw someone talking about how ironic it was that part of the reason he got heat in Ring of Honor, like from fans, was because he always wrestled the WWE style and he always like talks about wanting to go to WWE, and then he ended up in Impact for a year, and then finally gets to WWE because of his wife. And the most interesting thing about him, apart from his wife, is his entrance music. Yeah, that was a good entrance music. He is rubbish though. I've never liked him. I didn't like him when he was in Ring of Honor. I never liked him when he was in Should Impact. We just call and it I didn't Kingdom like him Syndrome. WWE. Huh? Because he was in the kingdom originally. Yeah, but so was Adam Cole, and he's grown on me. Is Adam Cole in the kingdom? I can't remember. I said a picture on. Oh on yeah, he will th- have been. Yeah, yeah. Thingy, and Adam Cole was stood on the entrance ramp doing that boom thing that he does. I don't know if it yeah. was that in Ring of Honor though. And uh, the what's the Matt Taven? Yeah. And um, Canellis had the some IWGP tag titles. I don't know if it was the heavyweight or junior. Yeah, they were the heavyweight champs, I think. Yeah, yeah and Maria was there as well. Sorry. Yeah, I couldn't remember who the third one is. So yeah, Adam Cole makes sense. So only one guy from each incarnation is allowed to be good. Well, actually, no. So now he's the worst member of the kingdom because Matt Taven's got pretty good, but he's dragging two other deadweights. Okay, I've not seen enough of uh, uh, Mike Kanellis to decide whether I like him or not because he, he's not really had much to do with WWE he's and I don't bit... watch 205 Live. So before he went to WWE, he's a bit Nick Aldis. 
And I know you're going to do your right, NWA well. World <laughs> champion thing. <laughs> but you know what I mean when I say he's a bit Nick Aldis. He's oblivion Nick Aldis. Brutus Magnus Nick Aldis. Yeah. Not, yeah. not NWA he's, Nick Aldis. He's generic, big, muscly wrestler. Which is not even that big, is yeah. he, comparatively? Which like, is that's, Nick Aldis well, rather yeah. than That's the amazing thing Reece, about it, so. isn't it? It really gives you some idea of perspective, doesn't it? When these indie guys get signed up by WWE, and like, oh, you're actually tiny. <laughs> I mean, you're not tiny. You're far bigger than me. Yeah, I had that. We had, him, we had him Cole. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realise how small he was. Yeah. Yeah, he's quite short. Yeah. He's good. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I do like him now. But when I first saw him, I was like, he's tiny and skinny. He's not short Jonathan Gresham, though, is he? No, he's a tiny man. <laughs> he's very small, isn't he? Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, talking about the contractual situation and the... Apparently, it might be difficult for some of these people to get out of their contracts because WWE have apparently told their wrestlers, so we've, so we've read, that they will beat any offer that they've been given provided they get the offer in writing. So do you think Dolph Ziggler is phoning up Cody going, all right, Cody, you remember all those three-star classics we had for the Intercontinental title at some <laughs> point, I'm sure? Well, could you send me an email with an offer, please? And uh, cheers. I can tell you Cody Rhodes' response to that. New number, who dis? Ah. <sighs> Straight away. <laughs> no, I think Cody Rhodes is. Pre- I, no, I think Cody Rhodes would look at Dolph Ziggler and go, "There's someone like me who's so good, and they just don't give him the chance." Yeah, but you do know that the kind of fans that all Elite Wrestling will get, they are the kind of fans that think, "Oh, Dolph Ziggler would never give it a chance." Jericho fans. They're exactly the kind of fans that Dolph Ziggler should be wrestling for. No, don't get me wrong. I, yeah, I, so- I, I think he's. I think he's. Like, you he should. I maintain he should have left WWE the last time. Yeah, when I'm, his contract was up, he should have left. And I think, but I think Cody not only because I don't enough. like him, but also because he, uh, I can't see if if someone like Cody is making so much money in the Indies, why would Dolph Ziggler not make? Arguably, he's been a bigger star in WWE than Cody has. He's doing a stand-up you... tour as well. Oh yeah, of course he is. He's so I, funny. I don't know about it because uh, look, he he got off with Amy Schumer at one point, and now he thinks he's a comedian. <laughs> Uh, the reason I know about it is because uh, Dan Barry's supporting him on the tour. Talent's not sexually transmitted, Dolph. <laughs> yeah, there we are. I'm bringing out that line. You remember, was it AJ that said it to one of the Bellas or something? Yeah. I don't remember. I know. It's kind of ironic with uh, Nikki Bell. Did any of you have watched the uh, season premiere of Total Bellas this week? No. No. I actually I haven't did. watched the whole last season series, even though I wanted to, because that was the one where they broke up and stuff. I haven't oh, really watched it. This, so, uh, apparently... It was the one that killed your idea of love. Yeah. Did you mention that to your fiance? <laughs> uh, so John Cena. Skip that one over. Let's yeah, carry on. On this season, John Cena is not allowing them to film him or his property, and they're not even allowed to mention him by name. She has to refer to him. It's really awkward when she's talking because you can tell she's like trying to be have gen like natural conversation with people, but she has to stop herself for the first episode and go my ex rather than saying his name and then when she goes to pick That's up her stuff it's like they point out the fact that they have to turn all the cameras off in the car before they get to his house so he's like put his foot down on it and it's quite hilarious but the, the season seems to be about nikki bella like redoing herself up and you know she keeps talking about wanting to do a sex in the city style like life in la and then it's about uh brie and daniel bryan are trying to have another kid but she's doing a comeback match at evolution uh, did she even have a match at Evolution? No, she was in Nikki Bella's corner. Yeah, it might be part of that reason because I'm. I don't know if she is, but just the way she looked on the interview reminded me of the like voiceover thing she did when she was pregnant. She looks a bit full in the face, but it's gonna happen, isn't it? She's they're gonna have another kid. Good on them. Unless Alt Wrestling's like cut off his supply. Let Let's just hope they don't give it a stupid name like Birdie. <laughs> It's not uh, the kid's fault, right? The, so I'm not having to go with the kid. But let's all agree, it's a stupid name. 
Mate, I, I'm, I'm not talking about stupid names it's, anymore. I can't. It's not, the, <laughs> it's not just the fact that it's a stupid name that I've got. They named her kind of after her underwear company. No I, no, I thought that they named the child Birdie and then they named the underwear company. No, they've been talking about Birdie B for way longer on the show than her having the kid and stuff. Really? I'm sure it was. I'm sure they like started setting it up. I before. think I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, I thought they set it up in, in the kid's name. Yeah, I thought so. Either way, it's weird though, isn't it? Well, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That doesn't make it a better name. Is it an underwear company or is it a clothing company that happens to sell underwear as no, well as it, other clothing? No, it's mainly line? like underwear and stuff. Are you sure? Because yeah. I follow them on Instagram. For for research, for research purposes, it's like pajamas and stuff. As You're just well. a bloody journalist, aren't you? <laughs> no, know, I, just journalizing but around. I'll do all the hard work of follow all the female talent on Instagram, yeah. guys. I mean, I follow them, but just also have to read their or... Instagram comments before they delete them, because <laughs> the world is a cesspool. <laughs> 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 and just reading them and like, oh, these people are terrible. <laughs> like, why are you saying this stuff? Oh. I like the way he's talking about it though. Like it's like it's like a. I like see, <laughs> he reads, like, he reads my comments before they get deleted. He's talking about it like it's a fast food meal. Like oh, it's so terrible. I'll just have a few more. I'll just eat a few. Oh, I'll just have a few more of these. Terrible I mean, things. look at me. That's obviously how I live my life. No, but I, mean, I shouldn't like, be eating this much chocolate. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Pizza. I know I shouldn't read these comments, but they're so salty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that. It's it's car crash entertainment, isn't it? Is that a Prince Philip joke or? Like, <laughs> Oh, that angered me for a load of reasons. It's not worth talking what, about. Prince Phillips. Why? Oh, it's just a news story. Like, I don't care about an old bloke having a car crash. No, but like, like for if... an old bloke, do you not think it's it's all right that he, this is like first time he's been involved in any kind of car accident since 1997? First one we know about. 1997. <laughs> <laughs> why is he? Um, why is he driving anyway? Prince Philip, like. He's he's probably got people to. He's probably got drivers for his drivers. Do you think he just gets out occasionally? And they're like, oh, no, he's he's got the clear again. Get him. Get, he's got the he clear. had a driver with a tan once. He's not trusted them since. He'll do oh it himself. Oh, my God. Right. Well. I was, I was trying to think of a way where I wouldn't be fully accused of anything. I was going to try and find some way to segue our royal family for the United Kingdom into the United Kingdom takeover, but I can't find any way Let's to Let's take it. over and get rid of the royal family. And okay, also there you go. Takeover. That's a segue. We'll, do, we'll talk about the UK takeover from last week after this. Welcome back to the Royal Grumble. It's a double header episode to whatever what you're calling this format now because I haven't been part of well, this. Well, we should now. actually clarify the reason there hasn't been two episodes this week. When we can record earlier in the week, we're going to do two shows. Yeah. But this week we're recording on Saturday. We're going to release the show straight after. Yeah. But when we record in the week, we'll do a new show midweek that will get released straight after we record. And then the topic will be released on Saturday evening as usual. Yeah. So most weeks you will get two shows, but this week because I'm really lazy, we've only got one. So, but it's a bumper show. Sorry, bumper, bumper, yeah, bumper, bumper, bumper Brexit show. I mean, not Brexit, UK takeover <laughs> show. Sorry, UK takeover. I mean, I forget what's going on in the UK, but you know, amongst all this chaos, 
there is some positivity. And it comes from Blackpool, would you imagine? Me and Daryl were in Blackpool last week. Yeah, what did you think to Blackpool? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting money in that jar, Daryl. I'm not putting money in that jar. Blackpool is a very interesting place. Very interesting in the sense that it clearly runs all around its seaside and the seaside isn't very open at the winter, so nothing runs. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I yeah, just a very very interesting interesting place. That even got Doctor Who Museum anymore. Did they have a Doctor Who Museum? Yeah, yeah. it was on the seafront, uh next it? to the uh Sea Life Centre. Yeah, it was part of the same complex as the Sea yeah. Life Centre. Yeah, because uh when me and my brother went to watch Block Party at the Empress Ballroom, we went oh. to the Doctor Who Museum in the day. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's probably in Cardiff now, I'd imagine, isn't it? There was one in Cardiff as well, but they used to have like a This one might a have been a bootleg one. one uh, yeah. No, no, they had like proper props and everything. Are you they were sure? Because one. they used to have on the seafront a Louis Tussauds. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is I've not part there. of the Madame Tussauds franchise. I, yep. I remember that place only because when I was really young... While walking through, um, my mum covered my eyes when we got to the Goldfinger exhibit because of the naked woman on the bed, which is ironic considering other stories I've told on this podcast. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and she was like, well, no, you can't see that naked woman on the bed. That made I think it's because my nan and granddad were China? There, no problem, mate. You, I'll buy it for you. <laughs> Splendid. So, yeah, we were in Blackpool for NXT UK TakeOver. Yeah. Yeah. We had a good time, didn't we? Yeah, we're all right. We're a cracking show. I have one regret. Go it's because we were in a rush. Yep. I wish we didn't have McDonald's and I wish we got fish and chips, but we were in a rush, so I'm like, yeah, it slide. yeah, I agree, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, also, we you know, we had to run away from those people, didn't we? So, yeah, well, we had to hide from. Well, we needed a wee, yeah. To be honest. Who, so, what? You haven't told me this. No, we try not to. So, uh, <laughs> no, we so we yeah, Blackpool's a, a weird place. Like, sort of, <laughs> um, everything's on the seafront. Also, I nearly I nearly crashed into a tram because uh, I was just staring at it for a long time. They've got trams, right? Yeah. Oh, which I knew, but I thought most of them would be modern. And so what went past me was this tram that just looked like... No, they do have modern trams. They do? But yeah, they, this they, is the they, point. They, are, they mainly have modern trams. Yeah, yeah. but but the one that went past me, with the first tram I saw in Blackpool, knowing that Blackpool had trams, was this one that looked like it had been in service since, since like, it, post-war. Blackpool kind of looks like a permanent exhibit to Fred's. Like a post-apocalyptic world. I mean, we're in Sheffield, so we we can't really be talking about threads, can we? That's not a good idea. Don't bring it up. What, what? A lot of people get traumatic when you talk about threads. I, I went to watch Threads at an outdoor cinema in Sheffield that had the backdrop of Sheffield while you're watching that. It was the most terrifying night of my life. I imagine it probably was, yeah. No, what they're doing with Blackpool is they're trying to do it up at minute, but and I don't want to use that polishing turn analogy because it's not fair but yeah. that's essentially what it is like like what what they do they've, they've done all seafront up so like the it's like all modern and got like nice little steps on it and it's all it's all nice they've got these new trams in and everything like that but nobody wants to go on holiday to blackpool anymore unless you're my mum and dad yeah, but the, for- it, the okay. fortunate thing though is uh they're gonna get loads more business come march the 29th aren't they because you ain't going anywhere else. This is the only seaside you can have. <laughs> Get back to Blackpool and Skeggy. And if you're going to Blackpool, you should go to the Horror Crypt near the near Pleasure Beach because my friend Kurt runs it. They've got proper film re- film props and replicas and stuff. If you go there and mention Royal Grumble, you get 0% off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I chat to Kurt a lot. Tell him, like, to, tell him <laughs> to give people credit. If they, go to the, if they go there and say Royal Grumble... You'll get a high five. Right, there you go. To, get a high subject five. to terms and conditions, meaning, Kurt, can you... <laughs> Do this yeah, first because we've, yeah, we've advertised you on a show randomly. Yeah. Sit, 
free advertising. What's he complaining about? Right. Um, so NXT Takeover UK from the Empress Ballroom, the same place that you saw the UK Championship tournament in. Yeah. The so same place that NXT ran. I think was their first house show in the UK. Yeah. Uh, the one, the the one where the, the, they kept chanting um, for Gable and uh, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan and Gable, American yeah. Alpha. Yeah. Is this the first time you've been in the, that building? Absolutely, the first time I've ever so been there. So I know you've seen it on TV, but what did you think when when you were in 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 the building? I was me? more impressed than I expected. Well, I was more. It was bigger than I expected for a start. I think the TV makes it look a lot smaller, actually. Um, I was more impressed than I expected to be in the sense that I thought it'd be quite a small, cramped room. I expected it to look like it did, uh, and I can see why WWE go for venues like that. Yeah, it's, it looks nice, doesn't it? It's, it a very, does. it's a very beautiful building in the middle of hell. Well, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say hell, but all right. It's a, it's a very, like, it's beautiful inside, absolutely. Got, I mean, I, I find myself actually at times, good architecture makes you do this, looking up and going, yeah. how did they even make this? Like, literally, how did they put that there? It how got is restored that? like 10 years ago as well. And right. the only reason I know that is because there was an Inter Shikari show there, and during the sound check, part of the ceiling fell down. Yeah, they did break the. Sh- yeah, they did. Break yeah. The sh- <laughs> no ceiling fell down in this show, which was good. Yeah, uh, it was very impressive. No, I, I really enjoyed it. Because we were near the top, so we, we we'd have been the victims. We actually would have. Would yeah, have been yeah. merely a statistic. Yeah. <laughs> I know it'd be stronger where you were sat because it's close to the walls, whereas in the middle is the more risque place. So the oh, would have been fine up. then. Yeah, yeah don't worry about it. Yeah, it's ring, fine. Don't worry. Crushed. If you want to know where we were. Um, go to the twitter.com slash pod. you can see my video of Finn Balor coming out yeah or if you go to the Instagram which is at RoyalGrumblePod yeah. um, there's a photograph from where we were sat which um, I took and I think other people have used since yeah you took it sent it to me and then I yeah. uploaded it to the Instagram and I'm pretty confident that someone I, I saw that picture I can't remember where I saw it but it was somewhere more prominent it, what, I don't think it was on like WWE's no. Twitter but it was somewhere like that and I was like I'm sure that's my picture it's because you were sat in the minor wrestling news section. Yes, evidently we were. Yeah, and they just everyone took the same picture. Yeah, cool. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah. Were you there? Oh, Jay. No, I watched it on TV so I can give a different perspective. Ooh, see, like we're like we're like Meltzer and Alvarez and one other one. Oh no, uh, that about who's Vinny? <laughs> 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 I'm pointing at my Damn. belly. <laughs> Done with some splendid self I'd rather be Vinny the Meltzer, which is where I thought that was going. So the show, first of all, we got this week's episode of NXT UK first. So, like... Did did, did NXT UK air this week? Yes, it did, yeah, yeah. I I thought I heard from someone that it was um, just a repeat of um, the takeover. There were still matches, though. I don't know where they got that idea from. Because okay. the the Ligera match, for example, basically what we had is like dark matches, if you like, where on the, this week's NXT UK oh, okay. show, and then lo- lots of it was recapping TakeOver. A bit like NXT do when they yeah. take their shows, because obviously they take these in blocks, don't they? So um, we the first TakeOver match we watched was... The the show that you the match that you saw, which was um, the tag titles, the NXT UK tag titles being decided. Yeah, Mustache Mountain in the British Bulldogs trunks. Yeah, you called that straight away, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Versus Against um, grizzled young, the vets. grizzled young vet. The, they were carried out Black Country flags. Yeah, I didn't know the Black Country had a flag, but yeah, because uh, Mastiff has it on his knee pad as well. Someone oh. in the someone in the crowd had the flag as well. I noticed. Yeah. Um, we just thought that it'd been thrown to them, but it hadn't. No, someone had it. People are very proud of the black country. Yeah. This was probably the best match of the night, I think. It was fantastic. It was brilliant. Yes. 
It great, so I loved good. it. Absolutely loved it. Mustache Mountain are brilliant. They are unbelievably like, good. Tyler Bate is just phenomenal. He's fantastic. And then Trent, and Trent Seven Seven's as well. Quite fun. Like Trent Seven's really good. Which, considering like his age and the fact that yeah, he's been wrestling a long time, but it's not like he was wrestling all up and down the country. He was wrestling purely for Fight Club Pro once a month. Like I don't think he appeared like how they ever appeared for any other companies until like Rev Pro started booking them. Yeah. Fans with jobs in it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think Trent Seven is a far better member of this tag team than he is a singles wrestler. Easily, yeah, and, yeah. absolutely. And much in the same way as we spoke about Revival earlier. I don't mean that as an insult. In fact, mm. it's more of a compliment, if anything, because there's not a lot of good. Uh, well, th- that's a lot. There are good tag team wrestlers, but like the in WWE, there don't seem to be as lo- very good tag team wrestlers, and the E is a good tag team wrestler. You could say the same thing on the other side as well with James Drake, because I remember when they first brought him into Progress, like nothing was really clicking with him, and it weren't until he teamed with Zach Gibson that he started to thrive and it's not just because Zach Gibson's so good he's able to shine in his own way as well yeah he to seems him. to have a bit of an off night though I think James Drake yeah James Drake came across as like the star of the team on the TV do you think he had an off night yeah I don't think he had really of the four I think he was the worst one no he came across oh. as like the better yeah. guy in the team on, no, actually, on TV and say, stuff. I, the commentary I, were putting him over I actually enjoyed James Drake more in this match I think than I um, than I have before Oh, yeah. that's interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, no, Zach it, it, Gibson was Zach Gibson. You know, yeah. you, you know what you're getting with Zach Gibson, really, don't you? Yeah. Like, he's uh, Nigel McGuinness, but bald <laughs> and beardy and scouse. <laughs> <laughs> but Cracking yeah. match there. Like, uh, th- th- some of the spots they did, they did the um, the Bulldogs uh, finisher yeah. spot, which, you know, I don't know if I'd be throwing <laughs> out the old headbots there, Tyler. Uh, but nonetheless, that was a really fun <laughs> spot. I, th- I thought when they'd done that the first time and they kicked out, I thought, well, that's surely going to be the finish. And it, obviously it wasn't in the end. Um, yeah, it, it didn't feel like a... Uh, it didn't feel like just a work through for Mustache Mountain instead. It felt, felt like there were two equal tag teams that actually really went at it, whereas it would have been very easy to sort of right off the grizzled young vets because obviously Mustache Mountain have been the proper NXT tag champions and this and the other, you know. Can we just briefly uh, digress onto proper NXT and and NXT UK? Yeah. Now, I realise Triple H has got to say this because he don't want to belittle NXT UK when he's doing press for him. But somebody asked him about how he sees the ranking in terms of if somebody's in NXT UK, do they graduate to NXT and then to the main roster or do they go from NXT UK straight to the main roster and uh, what he said and again whether we take it with a pinch of salt whatever you think but he said he doesn't even see it as uh, NXT and the main roster he sees it as all separate brands so he says that some people may go from NXT (laughs) to NXT UK some people may go from the main roster to the NXT brands some people may go from NXT to the well, main roster. He's been pushing for that for a while to get like more main roster guys coming to the performance center and stuff. But the difference is, um, main roster guys don't have to also train and do bumps all week in a tra- in a training center like the NXT people do. No, but I don't think all of the NXT people do that anymore. I think they used to, but I don't think they do anymore because they 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 had um, when Samoa Joe was there, they had sort of like a training class which. Mm guys like Samoa Joe, Finn Balor didn't have to do. And then they had like a what was like a master class. Oh, the which, one that used to be with Terry Taylor that is now apparently with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, which I don't think they do practicing forward roles in that and how to do a flat back bump. I think they're just like working and like 
Well, I mean, let's be let's be fair. The time that NXT started signing people like Samoa Joe, like Nakamura, like Finn Balor, who theoretically were either just for the NXT brand or, in Joe's case, or like Kashitono or someone like that, they couldn't really continue doing that, couldn't they? You, you can't patronize someone and go, uh, we'll sign you for this, but don't forget to turn up to class tomorrow. They'd be yeah, like, so you could do forward roles. Yeah, oh, I could do that, but I think I might just sign with Ring of Honor anyway, so go away. Yeah. So they, they couldn't really afford to do that. But, I mean, I think some of those people, even then, they'd probably step back and you go, my job is that I get to be a wrestler every day. That's yeah. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. So, And now, obviously, people in the UK have been afforded that same luxury, as we mentioned earlier on, with the Performance Centre. Um, I mean... That, it's interesting to see where it'll be interesting to see where if this dynamic that you mentioned about Triple H if it does work out that way with everything almost being equivalent to one another the problem you're always going to have is the guys in NXT and NXT UK are always going to see it as the main roster yeah like they're always going to see it as graduating onto Raw or Smackdown that night after Wrestlemania the night after SummerSlam Mm -hmm. them kind of nights yeah whereas and I think that the guys on the main roster are going to see it as a step down on a lot of in a lot of cases. Not everyone, because I think some like someone like Tyler Breeze, who was in NXT, he's gone back there uh, quite recently and done a few matches. But I think if you said to somebody like Sheamus, "You're going to go to NXT for six months," I'm not saying he'd say no because I don't know. You know, <laughs> maybe because his mates with Triple H do it as a favor, but I don't think he'd be happy. I think he'd see it as a bit of a demotion. Yeah. Well, look at. Um look at pack right pack was a main roster guy but not very prominently held he was like an upper mid card at best really and then when he won the when he challenged for the cruiserweight championship and turned heel it boosted him for a bit but after a while he was like well i'm just stuck on 205 live so he saw it as a demotion even though yeah theoretically he was more exposed on that brand but you were more exposed on a brand that nobody watches. Exactly, it's the order yeah. things, isn't it? And they were, u- admittedly, yeah, they were they were trying to use him, weren't they, to bring attention to the brand, which should be a good thing for him. It's a bit like, and this is a really weird reference to make, but like, uh, okay, let's think about how to, the way that, I don't know how f- far back, I think fun. you know what I'm going to say. No, I don't. Do you know what at all? Right, right. Do you remember in 2006, before Night of Champions of 2006 uh, when no. when ECW lost their champion and they needed to have a title tournament and they had a title tournament and the main of the title match was going to be between CM Punk and uh, Graham Graham yeah I think you mean 2007 mate oh is it 2007 yeah, yeah. well there you go well you know that's who what, I that's, mean. well that's what threw me off at first when you said 2000 I was like what's he on about what's right okay about well yeah, yeah. so but the idea behind bringing Chris Benoit, I'm going to say Chris Benoit, back to ECW was that was the lesser brand by a long way, but it was supposed to legitimize it. Now, obviously, things turned out how they did, but you it needs to be someone. It would need to be someone in a situation where they are beyond. Do you know what I mean? They're beyond the sort of top of where they are, and they're yeah. going back down. Yeah, you know, so. It was perceived as a demotion anyway, and obviously, you know, circumstances turned out what they were, but um, it was perceived as a demotion at the time anyway. Yeah. Just Great that I brought kill, that up. Killed Good. all uh, momentum in that conversation. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Up, uh, 
double murderer. Well, I can make it better because I'm getting text messages because I told some listeners of the show, oh, I'm actually recording right now, so one of them is trying to be funny. No, well, wait, is it, when you say he's trying to be funny, you're not going to read something out offensive, are you? Well, it's a little offensive, but I'm not actually going to read it out just to spite him, but I'm going to acknowledge the messages. Ah, oh, that's good. That's even better. Good. <laughs> so, well done you. You so know, do you know who you are. We, do you know when we tweeted out earlier <laughs> that like, oh, send, send us some stuff in, uh, we're not going to read them out. No, we'll read out proper messages, but not that. Okay. <laughs> or genuine text messages who don't know we're recording right now to try and break, try and get us to uh, do that rule. No. Anyway. anyway so, back to NXT UK. Yeah, so, uh, the, the, sorry, the reason we digressed was just because... Uh, and I know why you you were doing it because it's just for ease of reference. But you refer to it as proper NXT and NXT UK, and it just reminded me about Triple H. Yeah. What you said. Yeah. So we, we've discussed the tag match. So what well, there's a thing that we should mention to as well the tag match that carried on all night. On the like watching the show, the crowd sounded so loud all the way through it. They were like really? the crowd yeah. were really up for it the entire thing, and because I was following it on Reddit and stuff like that as well as the show was going on. And they were all talking about, oh, the atmosphere there seems amazing. And that brings more attention to the product as well as, like, the matches and stuff. Just people reading, like, oh, look at, like, the atmosphere at those UK shows and stuff. It's carried on with, like, the progress stuff. I said to both of you, I said this to both of you separately. I said this to you today, Dan, and I said this to you at the time, Daryl. You remember going into the show, there was virtually no hype in my head. It was, like, it was quiet, um, didn't feel like any buzz. But I remember, and obviously you would have felt differently because you were going, Daryl, but leading up to the uk championship tournament we did our podcast for it um and we were talking about a bunch of like, everyone who was in it and i was going right so dan who's this person who's this person and yeah. basically there was almost no buzz for that it was a little bit like oh we've thrown together tournaments in two months it was like oh what the hell and coming out of that i was like this is amazing this is fantastic this is exactly what i want from wwe and i was hoping that that's what i'd get from this and it is exactly what i got from this so i do think there's a huge benefit to that idea of perception being that suddenly people are going whoa whoa how how are you missing out on this well, i need to see this i think it's uh, kind of like it's the full sale thing like yeah, full sale nxt you had such an atmosphere to it and it made it kind of like yeah, an inclusive pro to watch i think the issue is with the actual tv they're taping in these big venues and they're not drawing which was an issue what they had at the olympia and then the next night after this they did some tapings and the crowd was not even half apparently what it was for takeover and that has an effect that then when you watch the show later, like the takeover sounds so loud and boisterous and then you watch the tapings each week and it's kind of a quiet crowd. And... The thing is though, like much with um, like American NXT, if you prefer, I I do the same with American NXT as I've done for this. I didn't watch much of the show leading up to it, but I still thoroughly enjoy the takeovers. I think it's because there's so much content on a weekly basis and for people like us who are doing... A pod, even if it's not you're not doing a podcast, but like for, for us specifically doing a podcast, maybe not you, Dan, but we need to see what happens on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, um, uh, Raw especially rather than SmackDown, but just to kind of have stuff to talk about. Hmm. Uh, so then adding NXT to that and NXT UK, like I don't even watch Raw. I watch the highlights on YouTube because I haven't got time in my week to like find the show, watch the sh- watch the three hour show. So like. Occasionally, I'll like when when I'm at work. I don't want to give away exactly what I do, but like I I do have occasions where I'm, I might be able to uh, hide it back and and watch a bulk block of stuff on the network, and uh, and I I I do bulk like binge NXT UK before takeovers, or at least I, I try to. So like 
but I, I never watch on a weekly basis. And the NXT UK, I I did I watched I think the first four episodes. Yeah, and the TV was rubbish. It, I, honestly, like the, the matches were good, the wrestlers are talented, hmm. but the the TV was rubbish. The only exciting thing was uh, seeing if. Uh, Grandpa GM, we're going to slip up. John, Johnny Saint, <laughs> Grandpa Johnny. I thought. By the way, we we had a sweepstake on the number of words that Johnny Saint was going to be allowed to say, and as you'll have noticed, he wasn't allowed to say any words no. at all. They got Sid Scarlett to do his promos for him. They got him to do the entire. Easiest Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, bless. So next match on the show. Next match was Jordan Devlin versus De- Travis Banks, which was the match I was most looking forward to. As oh, well. See, I've heard, I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of people say that though. Yeah, but come on. Well, Mustache Mountain and Grizzled Young Vets. I, I, I totally don't get me wrong. I totally get why people be like going. I'm more excited about Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin than I am about Joe Coffey. But <laughs> at the same time, anyway. So the, the, interesting to me was that Travis Banks uh, started this match the same way that the first match I ever saw Travis Banks started with, which was he had that match against Eddie Dennis in uh, Progress in Sheffield, didn't he? And yeah. he flew off the ramp. Yeah. And in this match, he flew out of the ring. To whack Jordan Devlin in the face. And of course, then Jordan Devlin injured him. And Travis Banks couldn't compete. Yeah. Did Did you see on the video screens the video of Jordan Devlin beating him up and stuff? We got. We knew it happened. Because of where we were sitting, we did not see it on the video screens. Okay. Because we could not see so the video screens. We were watching the pre-show as well, and they showed it on there. And the best part about it is, when Travis Banks first enters the room, there's a guy who he says hello to who then leaves the room. And then Jordan Devlin appears out of nowhere and beats him up. If you look closely, the guy who Travis Banks says hello to then just stands outside of the door that he's just walked through that has windows on it. So you can see him literally stood there waiting for his moment to run back in and break it up at the end. And that just amused me no end. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. I thought you were going to... I thought you were going to say he was just standing there for the whole time because then it could have been, ooh, maybe maybe he's Jordan Devlin's mate, but he's not. So, yeah, no, no Travis Banks. He was injured, so they had to replace him, didn't they? Yeah, so Grandpa Johnny came out with his grandson and uh, <laughs> and uh, they said they had a plan B, didn't they? They did, because they thought that John Devlin might do something like this. Because uh, you're just a bad Finn Balor, aren't you, John Devlin? Well, guess who's really here, mate? Only blinking real Finn Balor, innit? Yeah, so uh, what were quite good about this were straight after the tag march, I decided I needed a wee. So I went for a wee and there were a queue at the toilets and it took me ages. I finally got in and then I, I said to him I'd get, get us a drink on my way back yeah. so i'm at the bar and the bar at the venue is bang opposite the uh entrance, entrance. Way, right directly yeah so i had an amazing view of finn balor coming out see i had a similarly amazing view but from a different place and yeah. you'll see on the video yeah like because obviously they were like we've got a plan b so i thought i'll put i'll film this i'll see because it could be something fun and of course then everything goes off and the, the smoke start People go yeah, mental, th- including on, me, as you might on, be able to on the TV. You could hear it instantly. Like, as soon as the lights went out, like, you got like the ooh, yeah. and then the smoke started, and you heard everyone. Kind of, it was kind of like that <gasps> suss out, yeah, and just instantly go off, and then the music hit, and it went absolutely crazy. I rushed straight to Twitter, of course, to try <laughs> and be the first person to post a Spider-Man gif. Uh, I didn't, but I did. Like someone else, basically straight away went, just post the Spider-Man gifs and get it over with. <laughs> Um, also, yeah, other other things including the player two, you know, player one versus to the point where, right, <laughs> spy versus spy. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Jordan Devlin had white trunks and black boots. Finn Balor had black trunks and white boots. It's like <laughs> they did it deliberately. But yeah, uh, this match was also really great. 
and one of the best Finn Balor matches in a while, I thought. Bev Devlin really does have a big head. Right. <laughs> you can just call it a gimmick, whatever. It, it's proven <laughs> it's when not he's a, next to... It's not a gimmick, is it? <laughs> well, you can, exactly. You can prove when it's next to Finn Balor. He does have a big head. So, I don't know if this is the time to get Song 2 out, but... Um, have you got it on your phone? I, I just need, I just I need to ask about the politics of a certain piece of merchandise that, oh, I know, that was it's there. Fine. Yeah, yeah, but you could bring it up, but I don't think we need two okay. minutes and two seconds right. for it. That's fine then. So, uh, at the merchandise stand, there was a Finn Balor t-shirt, <laughs> and uh, I can't remember exactly how it how it was, but I think it said Balor in the middle, and then it had a, a Union Jack flag sort of around it. What's the politics between somebody from Republic of Ireland associating with a U- Union Jack flag? I suggest <laughs> we just don't touch upon it. Yeah, after bringing this up once in a house that I lived in with three Irish guys. Well, let's be clear, you yeah. didn't bring it up. You said something very specific, <laughs> which I won't repeat. <laughs> Weren't you, when we were in Ireland, bringing stuff oh, like this up? Almost certainly. Um, it's done, of course. Someone else at the table asked about, um, what's his S- name? Somebody that was doing a hunger strike. Yeah, yeah what's his I, name? I vividly remember that. But Hunger's Sands. about him. Bobby Sands. <laughs> So I was telling him about Bobby Sands. I weren't on any side of the argument. And Graham turned around like, can you stop? Yeah, can you stop? Because we're in Ireland <laughs> and you're talking about Bobby Sands. I lived with Irish politics for three years. Oh, my like, God. I, I'm very aware of Bobby Sands. I suggest that you just leave it there. It's like, it's like a little backstop that you can leave. But no, not like a backstop. <laughs> Sorry. Just move on. Finn Balor's good, eh? Oh, blinking wrestling rooms so and that. I, I, um... He obviously thinks we're better together and all that. <laughs> I... Oh, that was a Scottish referendum. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Let, what have we got to do with it? If I could find time, what I'd do is I'd listen to other reviews just to get a gauge of what other people are thinking about the show because I'd realise I think abnormally. And I would listen to a few reviews and read a few things on Twitter. And yeah, a lot of people were excited about Finn Balor being there. But I did see an argument of few from a few people, actually, that were saying that it didn't do Devlin any favours having him wrestle Finn Balor because... He lost. I get it, but I think I'd, I. Well, you could argue they didn't do him any favors, but I think I don't think there's any shame in him losing to Finn Balor, especially contextually now, because yeah. if you look two days later, Finn Balor goes to America and becomes the number one contender to Universal Championship. So you'd be like, well, he managed to keep up with this guy. Um, I don't think it helps in the sense of the comparisons, but I don't think I saw someone go, oh. That the, they're always going to be there now. It's like, well, they're always going to be there anyway. That like, unless he literally shaves his head and changes his look completely, they're always going to be there. I, um, I think instead it gives the fans a good moment for what's the first takeover. It makes it can't miss sort of viewing. You want to admit you want. It gives a moment to the fans to go. You need to come to see these things because you want to be there when this happens. And at the end of the day, it's it's an interesting match that people would want to see. So say in two years' time. Finn Balor and Jordan Devlin have another match and Jordan Devlin wins. Talk about that for a story arc, you know? Yeah. And if anyone's going to be hard done by it, it's not Jordan Devlin who got to have a match with a top guy. It's Travis Banks who got pulled off a show because he wasn't actually injured. It was all storyline because he wrestled the next night and they did the storyline to put Finn Balor on the show. I've got to think about Travis Banks uh, and I only just thought of it. So let, let's let's have a think about this. Do you remember back, in, back when he first signed, Will Ospreay got on Twitter... Yeah, and sort of like lambasted him for uh, signing with WWE, telling him that he should have shouldn't have signed with him. He should have took a bet on himself. I realize it's still quite early days, but 
do, do you think he regrets signing? Do you think he, he should have bet on himself a bit like what Chris Brooks has done? Um, I don't think it's I, an I don't exact know for that science. State, I think yeah. we're probably a bit too early for that yet. I do get... I think also... Uh, Aside, I think it's very easy for Will Ospreay to say. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, that's what annoys me about it is him going. Oh, did why he didn't he? Be- he did he say he was lazy? He was lazy to sign with WWE. He basically said it would be lazy for him to sign with WWE. Okay. So you could say that was out of God. But again, um, yeah, it's very easy for him to go. Oh, well, why don't you better himself? Oh, are you going to better yourself, Will? Are you going to sack off your New Japan contract to go and work for <laughs> like World of Sport? Exactly. <laughs> world of sport or you know ebw in sheffield or something you know what i mean like it's very easy to to throw out stuff like that i think there's a chance that travis banks could regret it or there's a chance that travis banks could be you know built up and built up and built up and become the uk champion in the next year we don't we just don't really know yet yeah especially with something that's so sort of incidental like this by which i mean you know it's not every week it's the, it's gonna be over li- large course of time yeah if, if i remember correctly as well he's only one of two people who've pinned pete dunn in the last two years yeah he pinned it for the um progress the, title. progress title didn't the he? only other one is ricochet and progress a book in wwe uk so you think they're gonna unless WWE literally go no we actually hate this guy yeah well that's the thing that they, they are booking it but obviously they write the shows and then somebody from wwe looks over it don't they after so yeah so they might have they they might have had the full intention of doing Jordan <laughs> Devlin versus Travis Banks, and then Triple H looked at it and went, "Nah, we've got Balor here. Balor, have you brought your pants, mate." <laughs> I think there's no question that we'll see Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks possibly at the next takeover. I guess did, did uh, they have so, sooner than that. Yeah, did they, I think they had it at the taping. Spoiler, yeah, it's going to be on TV in like two in a week or two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, if we're going to spoil it, then yeah. let's go yeah. the whole hog. We're going to spoil it, so it, so it's going to it's going to oh, happen again. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I don't care about spoilers. Oh, no, about it. I wasn't yeah. going to spoil the result of the TV one. Well, you just told the people that it happened, so there you go. It did happen. Remember, Westworld's got robots in it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Graham is very particular about his spoilers. Eddie Dennis <laughs> faced Dave Mastiff <laughs> in a no-disqualification match. Daryl, you need to talk about this so that I can do something for you. Okay. Can not you, punch you in the crotch. Can you, say, can you say wrestle fashions for me? Wrestle fashions. Well, let's talk about Eddie Dennis's ring gear, mate. The worst ring gear in the history of the world. Someone told me it was supposed to be Welsh. I can accept that. Still looked terrible. No, no, right. The, the, the colour design and design may have been like... Did he have influ- his grey shorts on? There were no. Like gr- green shorts and a green vest. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Right, so so they might, it may have been a Welsh design, mm. but the shorts aren't Welsh. <laughs> they just they looked they looked he didn't play it in welsh it looked terrible the whole thing was just ugly he looked awful and for someone that hasn't really resonated so far with nxt uk don't be going out in terrible gear however rest the fashions times two what dave mastiff what did he wear oh he had vader gear on didn't he yeah, yeah he had a full-on he's, he's been vader that quite a bit on on nxt uk yeah uh, i think he wore it the first time when vader passed away and it, I think he's been wearing it pretty much since on NXT UK. Yeah. And he's called Bomber. Yeah. Yeah, which is, what's his name? Pat Roach, isn't it? Yeah. And also, you, the first time they say it on commentary, you have to do a double take of it. Wait, what? Did they just call him? <laughs> it's like, they say it enough that, like, okay, they're saying Bomber. It's fine. They're very quick with it, aren't they? They're very quick with saying Bomber Dave Mastiff. It's not Bomber. <laughs> Dave Mastiff, you've got to you've got to make sure you say it quickly. I think now you're going to start saying it's the bomber. And you're like, 
What did he just call Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> Nigel McGuinness almost certainly said, oh, he got this nickname from when he had a fight in a pub. <laughs> <laughs> These ones go to 11. I'm Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> Bless him. He's just got it. He can't do the wrestling anymore. The documentary was really good. It was. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I watched it as I'm well. I've not finished watching say. it yet. Is not? No, well, I started watching it when I got in from the show. So I think what <laughs> time I got in. And uh, then... Then I uh, fell asleep watching it. I watched it the next day. Uh, so, I yeah. went smart like that. <laughs> did, it was very good. Did you spot our friends in it? Probably. Yeah, you could tell me off the air, but... Yeah. Yeah, almost certainly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was a good match, actually. Do you know what? For something... For what I think most people designated as the pee break match, judging by the queue in the toilet... Because um, you did, you did. Yeah, I did. I, I literally said that to someone in the cra- in the queue. They went, "There's loads of people there." I went, "Clearly, we all thought this was the pee break match, <laughs> and we all agreed with each other." But it was actually really good. Um, felt different to the other the matches in the show. Again, no DQ. Uh, got the table out. Got the mats off the floor. Although the floor was wood, which I, I enjoyed. Um, and uh, I called the cannonball as well because when he yeah. set the table off, I was like, There's "Definitely gonna be a cannonball here, aren't there?" But yeah, oh, into uh, the it, void. Sorry, that's the name. <laughs> it was a really good match. Like Eddie Dennis is is quite good at what he does. He's very good, and he did he bet on himself and got himself to WWE because he left his full. No, that's not properly and... betting on himself, Dan. No. You've got to it's bet lazy. on yourself. And it's lazy, it's lazy quitting your full time job when you've got a mortgage lazy, to take up wrestling full time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's lazily quit his head teacher's job to <laughs> it's a... lazily take up wrestling and risk his income and lazily get a WWE contract hasn't he Will I wish you put more time are you in uh, are you in Newport yeah. tonight Will instead of New Japan well done mate no offense to people yeah, in Newport it's kind of weird he went on Fantastica Mania because oh, they, they had him on there last year yeah yeah but he's got, he's got contract, contractual obligations to World Sport mate yeah exactly yeah, yeah he's got I, to, I just remember a few years he's got ago, to go to Guildford I, I found out that um, two years ago, it was supposed to be Will Ospreay <laughs> versus Shibata. He's got, he's got, it's just Alec, Alec Shane. His <laughs> <laughs> balls are, come on, we're off to Sprouston. He's <laughs> <laughs> got to go, you know, you know Didcut, Yately, Taplow, <laughs> Winnersh. All the, big, all the big venues for World of Sport. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I've, this match came across really well on TV as well. I really Slough's a big it. place, you know. <laughs> yeah, it did, actually. I, I I enjoyed it just as much the next night, actually. Although yeah. I did, because uh, I watched the show again the following day. Although I did, yeah. I did go and make a sandwich during the match, <laughs> and it was only ten minutes, five minutes into making the sandwich, I went, "I've missed the same part that I missed last <laughs> night." I'm really not that bothered about this match. But what I did see of it, I enjoyed. Rhea Ripley lost her WWE NXT UK Women's Championship to Tony, Tony Storm. Storm. Another really good match. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I think it felt a little flatter than I expected. It was more like on TV. It felt like the crowd were getting a little tired by this point, mm. and it kind of affected the matches. Like especially like having two really hot matches at the beginning, and then the hardcore match. Like people were excited for the big spots, but were calming down a little bit. And then this match, because she went back to like more traditional wrestling, that the crowd it took a while for them to heat up again, and I think that had an effect compared to the other matches. But I thought it was really good, and like it's kind of crazy that the like the combined age of these two people is like forty three. I think the uh, the fact the finishing sequence was especially good in this match, which I think really brought it up again. And it was really nice to see Tony Storm uh, win the title. Obviously, having won the May Young Classic as well, I think yeah. it's a good choice. Um, I think a bit like Tyler Bate winning the UK Championship and then passing it to Pete Dunne, they've got again gone from giving someone a push by making them the first champion 
to then giving it to the person who maybe realistically they want to run with long term and that can only be a positive thing the only question is how long does tony storm stay in nxt uk well even if she moves to main like nxt she's or even to any other program she can always come back and make other appearances and stuff i don't see a point what's the point in moving it to uh, nxt in america like, Before Saturday, I would have said, "Well, it's a step up." But now, I don't know. I don't know if it is. Yeah, like I, I don't see a point. Like, if they need to draw fans to the NXT UK brand, she's a draw. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think adding her to NXT, NXT in America brings any more eyes to that brand. To be honest with you, mm. uh, I think taking her away from NXT UK, much like taking away Pete Dunne or Mustache Mountain. It would do more harm than good. I think the only reason it might happen is because of what Dakota Kai announced this week that she's tore ACL. Yeah, she and did. Didn't she, she? It, they were setting up um, Io Shirai, Kari Sane, and Dakota Kai to go against um, the free horse women <laughs> who aren't Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but you're telling me there's not another female talent that they could put into that spot. But then Tony's got history with Amal, so it'd fit in a bit better. I'm sure there is someone who they could put into that spot, but. Tony yeah, Storm would I just... work better, and also it's that thing as well. Like with Pete Dunne being on NXT, it people are probably more watching NXT than they are NXT UK at the moment. Yeah. So having her on the program as NXT UK champion as well helps move eyeballs that direction too. Yeah, I just thought we were talking about a permanent move. I don't, I don't think it, I don't think there's any point having her as a permanent. Oh, there might be. Like I could see him. It's kind of weird because you don't see anyone moving for the main roster from that brand yet. So it just seems like that's the logical yeah, but step. The, the, but... br- the brand's like six months old. Yeah, I know. Officially, like if you think like, well, I think was it August or something like that, or June, June July, June. Yeah. Asked it, yeah. So how many months ago that was? Like that. That's officially when NXT UK started. They literally opened the performance center last week or week and a yeah. half ago. It's so... that thing where it's but. I realize the conversation we were towards, having earlier. Yeah. The it conversation we're having about it's been open long, like everything's been longer because of that first NXT, yeah. uh, that first UK Championship show. But um, I, I mean, I don't with the conversation point. earlier as well about Triple H and like the ranking of the yeah. brands and stuff, and I think in a lot of fans' eyes, it's NXT UK, then NXT, then oh, most definitely. Yeah. It, and, and I think that in his heart of hearts, he knows that it is the main roster, then NXT, then NXT yeah. UK, but. If he wants to put NXT UK at least on the same pedestal as NXT, then he can't take her away. He can't take Pete Dunne away. He can't take Mustache Mountain away. For me, they're your draws. Yeah. Like, if they went and they didn't have any sort of like equivalent replacement, I don't think I'd pay to go to shows. If they were local, if they ran Sheffield or Donny, somewhere like that, yeah, I probably would. But I wouldn't have travelled to Blackpool mm. if, if, they, if them guys weren't on it. They were the draws for me. Main event was for the WWE UK Championship. It was Pete Dunne defending against, against uh, Joe Coffey, who initially came out with Gallus and then sent them to the back for no obvious reason. Wolfgang dressed as a golf caddy. Yes. I, th- I think it, the the thing I got from that was he wanted to do it by himself. Yeah, probably. Should probably have learned how to balance, though, shouldn't he? Joe Coffey. Oh, just to answer your question, Daddy booed him. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know you asked this last week, and yeah, I did boom, yeah. <laughs> Mate, he came... He wore a Celtic shirt before it. It was a scarf, <laughs> it was a scarf weren't it? No, he else had that, but literally there was a Celtic... If you, He was pitching a Celtic oh, okay. shirt in the venue. Okay. I'm like, come on, man. And you know, like... 
I, I'm not going to. He's so bad. And he got some Celtic related well, on like, the back of his tight, uh, back of his trunks as well. Oh yeah, he does. It's like Celtic knots. It's all green and white or whatever yeah. else like that. But like, I think what frustrates me more than that, and obviously you know I am, you know, my family being what it is, I'm, I'm not as biased as a lot of people who grew up as Rangers fans. I, I'm perfectly willing to admit that the club died in 2012 or whatever. <laughs> but I was then that, reborn. I, it's fine. After you dropped me off after we recorded that, I was gutted I didn't bring up Sevco Rangers. I was really gutted. <laughs> like I thought about it. Oh, yeah, but again, a missed like, opportunity. if you're someone that brings up Sevco Rangers, you're also you're basically the flip side of the sort of person that says Big Jock knew, and they're all just awful. I'll explain that to you. Yeah, later. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about it, but they're two flip sides of a horrible, horrible <laughs> coin. Um, but but nonetheless, like, don't if I I actually genuinely went looking to buy a Gallus T-shirt, and I'm glad I didn't because I don't think Joe Coffey, I don't think he embarrassed himself in any sort of stretch of the imagination but you talked about beforehand like joe coffee was a relatively weak first challenger for a takeover and whilst there was passion to the match and you know people were excited about mm. it and it built quite well it was i mean in terms of the matches that i can think of i can't think of a worse pete done uk child defense see i how i saw the match like i joe coffee is capable of good main events he is a good wrestler I think the problem with it was it was about 10 minutes too long. Yeah, it felt and a bit like they were going for the epic, didn't it? Yeah. Also, they fell off the top rope twice. Yeah, it was like yeah. if they had shaved 10 minutes off the match, I think it would have been perfect for Joe Coffey because it, he's he's really good. Like He's had big main events in ICW and stuff like that to crowds comparable and well, bigger than... Kurt Angle. Like, Joe yeah, Coffey against Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. That was 16 minutes, though. Yeah. Like you can have very, very good main events about sixteen to twenty. Could you also argue push. though, like Kurt Angle carried him to that main event? No, Kurt no, right that time, time. Kurt, Ang- no. Kurt Angle's <laughs> knees were tissue paper, and he was made of like bricks. Well, even though Kurt Angle's a mental, he still like didn't pop a few pain pills and like. Have you? Have you no, ever Kurt, watched Kurt, the... Like it was, it was fine, but he was proper. Like this was just before he signed back with WWE, so he was like doing his. It, it was, Trying his best not to get hurt, and also he was very hurt at the same time. Yeah. I remember hearing so as well when he wrestled Zack Sabre Jr. for Ref Pro, like he was upset that he couldn't do more in the match because he really wanted to wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. But he'd like said to him before, and I can't do half the stuff that I used to be able to, and I can't do half of your stuff, and I'm I'm beat and up. That's so. Zack Sabre Jr.'s stuff, yeah, which and- mostly involves being wrapped in knots in a ring. Yeah, you can just kind of lay there, and Zack Sabre Jr. can just wrestle a good match around you at this point, and. Like Kurt Angle couldn't even do that. Like he, okay. he was in a state at the time. So, back to the fact, Joe Coffey is very capable of doing main events. He is a good wrestler. I quite I, I remember at ICW at one point he was one of my favourite guys there. Yeah. But in this match, it was just that thing where they were. It was a long match for the sake of being a long match. Yeah. And it felt like for both guys, they'd have benefited from having a twenty-minute main event rather than a thirty-five minutes, whatever it was. I thought they were going to lean more on the Scotland versus England thing, and they didn't seem to, really. And for as much as it would have frustrated me, <laughs> uh, I also understand that it works. I Yeah, I don't think WWE understand what the United Kingdom is, though. Probably not. I think they think it's all one country. Yeah, so they maybe wouldn't have. Because like, they never use the English flag. They use... The UK flag, yeah, which, well, I mean, which is fair, even, actually. I get that. Yeah, so like, and, and I think... It, so I think that... They must understand to some level, though, because you remember the Cruiserweight Classic? They had... Noam Dar had uh, the Scottish flag, and then they've had they've had stuff with Mark Andrews with the Welsh flag as well. I'm sure of it. 
Yeah, but I, I yeah. probably don't understand it as like a rivalry. Yeah, the, tri- not, like yeah. the tribalism of it. But then it goes to the point where, like, you know, if you're in if you're in Blackpool and you mention somewhere from Yorkshire, they'll boo it, and then in Sheffield, they'll boo. I guess you run Manchester a fine line and... with that if you're, yeah. I mean, there were definitely people in there chanting for Joe Coffey, minimal people chanting for <laughs> Joe Coffey, but clearly people who wanted him to win. To paraphrase from Doug Stanhope, the UK is literally, you're from across the street, screw across the street. Yeah, unless... It, screw isn't the word he uses. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> what but unless... does he use? I'm not paying such words. Right? But unless you... T- to be fair, the way that works is then you meet the bloke across the street and you go, what about that guy from two streets across? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have that guy from a producer's street. To go further, the reason I have, like, I really like the new Sheffield Wednesday tracksuit tops, but I can't buy one because they say S6 on them and I'm afraid I'll get involved in a postcode gang because oh. they exist. And there's a problem with postcode gangs close to here as well. So really? definitely, Yeah, in like, uh, Parsons Cross up the road. S5, it's a scary uh, place. Fight, <laughs> fight, 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 fight. Postcode gangs, serious yeah. stuff. So it was a good match, not a great match. I saw Meltzer ripping it down, which I, was, I didn't agree with, but I also do think there were problems with it. Yeah, it was just that. Like, the, I don't think the match was terrible or bad even. I just felt you could have you could have squashed this down into a good 20, 25 minutes at a push match. But, you know, you got... It's terrible when things go too long, in it? <laughs> how, how long are we into this podcast now? <laughs> About 10 minutes too long. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to push you off top rope in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Don't. I just fall <laughs> myself. It's fine. Um, I don't think Joe Coffey will be in this position again. And actually, it strikes me as a little bit odd, actually, with Gallus. Well, you would have thought that the natural tag team would have been Joe and Mark Coffey. So why isn't Wolfgang the singles guy? Especially since he was in the title tournament. It's very odd, isn't it? I guess is they it, just wanted a fresh it... face. Oh, no. Don't matter. I want to say it's it progress politics, but then they're all ICW guys, aren't they? So it don't really yeah. make yeah. any sense. Although I think at Joe Coffey's appeared for Progress. Uh, Joe Coffey has. I, th- oh, okay. I was going to say at least Joe Coffey has definitely appeared for Progress before. Wolfgang had a match. I think he only had one match. He, he had an appearance in a match for the Atlas title. Uh, Joe Coffey's had a few matches. and He actually was the guy who lost in the final of the Atlas to- title tournament against Rampage yeah. Brown. He was a World of Sport guy who wrestled in Newport tonight. Love it. I like Rampage, it's nice. So, Pete Don won. Yes. Good news. Yeah. Keeps the title for a little bit And it show. So, you won't have got this experience live, but you'll have seen it the day after, and I'm guessing you've heard about it since. They did the graphic trick as well. Yes, they did. I did notice no, that. I, I, they, I, they, I, did no, the, they did the, the thing. They played the graphic. I wondered, actually. I wondered if they would have. <laughs> and I noticed. I was like, oh, you slake it. Anyway, they did. Yeah, that was the end of the show. It, right, was, guys. The end it, of the it yeah. was really good because because of the Nigel McGuinness show being on after documentary being on afterwards. A lot of people, like a lot of people I would talk to, were all like, "Oh, I'm watching the McGuinness documentary afterwards." So that's the only reason they saw what happened next. They even flashed up coming up next Nigel McGuinness documentary, yeah. and then did the sting, <laughs> and then that was it. Like you said, nothing happened. Yeah. What? Oh, we knew he was going to do this, didn't we? What was here? Walter came out, didn't he? Doing his Walter thing, waltering around, <laughs> walking to the ring, standing in his little pose, face down Pete Dunne, and obviously people went mental for it. I will pay into the swear jar for this one. And then he murder fucked Joe Coffey's face with his boots. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a video of that. That was such a waste, mate. It really was. I just wanted to say that word. Like, uh, it's the best explanation I could figure yes, for. He booted how... Joe Coffey straight in the nose. <laughs> yeah. Kicked him all the way back to Celtic Park. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, presumably we're looking forward for a Pete Don against Walter. So uh, he's, he's a big man. Walter's a big man from Hungary, isn't he? Yeah. 
Is he? Austria. Austria! Austria! <laughs> How did I not even? He's my favourite Austrian Stop murderer. getting Walter wrong! <laughs> That's not the end of the beginning. <laughs> so, this is it. it. <laughs> so, um, Lights, dribble down! <laughs> Takeover Everyone spoilers do like for that. Ne- oh. <laughs> Uh, ta- uh, taping spoilers for the next night that they did in Blackpool. Uh, Walter had his first two w- NXT well, see, UK I matches. I said he'll probably have a match. <laughs> Sorry. He kicked a man in the face, but he's not showing off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I you s- dug deep for that one. That's I, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I said he'd probably either have a squash or a match with Joe Coffey, and I was very nearly right on both parts. Yeah, so his first match was against Jack Stars. Jack Stars with a Z. And the only thing I've seen from it is someone filmed a video of his first chop in NXT, and the acoustics for the Blackpool Empress Ballroom were perfect for it, apparently, yeah. Yeah. because it echoed around the room. And around all those empty seats. Um, yeah. So that <laughs> is a problem, isn't it? It is a little bit. I mean, I will admit, I'm more... I want to go to a taping more now. My thing is, how do you get fans to have two nights in blackpool in january yeah they haven't thought of that have they basically no. they basically went to a venue that they wanted yeah they're not thinking yeah. about that i think they're gonna need to think about that more going forward but then his second match was against mark coffee it was against mark coffee yes so it was, yeah. I was half right i got yeah. the coffee part I, i'm guessing he's gonna go against the other two members of gallus at the coventry tapings or the ones they're doing in phoenix i wouldn't be surprised if they have a three on two at some point where Walter and Pete Dunn against Gallus. Yeah. And then eventually it will lead to Walter against Pete Dunn because that's surely the next place to go, isn't it? Well, it's got to be. They had the face off, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it should be. Which that's I'm, exciting. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I can't think they've have a, they've had a match against each other. Well, it's only the sort of match that WWE can provide, isn't they've, it? D- they've done tag matches against each other, exactly. but they haven't had singles. Yeah, I mean, really. It's oh, no, wait. They, did, did they do it in uh, in WXW back in July? Well, who knows? It's a, I really, think they did. Really, it's the only match that WWE, it's the only match that WWE can put together. Because Pete Dunne was healing it. You know, your little companies, they can't <laughs> put together these sort of matches. With and these was, big stars like Walter, the WWE superstar, and Pete Dunne, the WWE superstar. <laughs> It was the setup as well for. It was the setup British Strong Style coming into, NXT, into WXW a lot Dan, to eventually I've got, I've do the six-man tag. You, mate. Are you a little bit sad that all your favourites get uh, eaten up by the WWE system? Still got Thatcher. For now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be one of ours soon. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, still, I still got Chris Brooks. I just bought his new shirt and everything. Yeah, he is going to be the only one. It's just going to be pr- progress next ne- next time. It's just going to be him wrestling a broom. Lycos sits from the side. I've hurt myself again. Shut up, Lycos. And then Chuck Mambo at main event. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm glad. Chuck I'm Mambo's gl- good now. I'm glad neither of you brought that up with the big guys. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you were right not to. And that's probably part of the reason why it's a good job I wasn't well. <laughs> anyway, we had a cracking time. And I'm genuinely looking into going to the Coventry shows. I will almost certainly, unless it's in London, and even then maybe, be going to the next takeover. Uh, they were brilliant. I had a great time. Loved it. Yeah, we're all right. I'd be tempted to go to. I was going to say, do you over. think you'd want to go next time, Dan? Um, if it's Pete and Walt the main event, then yeah, I think you'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think you I'd miss have out to. on that. Come on. Yeah, if it, if you, you went to like Coventry to go and see Walter against someone from whoever I don't know. Coventry, Altrincham, I don't know. It's Altrincham. Goldfinger. He was against Yuji Nagata on one of the nights, wow. and Yujiro Takahashi I mean, on the other. Exactly, Yujiro <laughs> Takahashi. Not even, not even the real Takahashi. I'm seeing Walter. In two weeks at uh, Fight Club uh, versus Mark I, Davis. I heard he's been pulled. So nah, yeah. even though the other match that's been announced is Will Ospreay versus Kyle Fletcher, 
and that's yeah. hilarious because New Japan have shows in America and they're not getting Will Ospreay now. Well, good, because they ruined our New instead. Japan shows over here. Yeah. Yeah. They okay, better not yeah. ruin that one at Cofferbox, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Or, that, or the one in uh, New York. Well, Don't yeah. ruin that one. Well, I mean, they can do that if they want to. <laughs> that's the end of the Royal Grumble for this week. Don't forget to go to royalgrumble.co.uk. <laughs> yeah! I I've been saying for it. weeks, we should buy one. GoDaddy yeah. the sale on, didn't they? Don't forget to go to <laughs> royalgrumble.co.uk to find out all your Royal Grumble information. Or you can go to facebook.com slash royalgrumble. Or you can go to twitter.com slash royalgrumblepod to get in touch with us. That is it for this week. Say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye, www.royalgrumble.co.uk. Yes. <laughs> Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>